This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Howdy. Hello and welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting, serious about style, not so serious talk. Each week we pick a topic that's style or fashion related so that we can, I don't know, have a little bit of wisdom about, you know, the things we know about, things other people don't know about. Let me introduce you to your team. First up, we, we don't know about, you know, <laughs> well, you know. Goes both ways. <laughs> yeah, there's always somebody that can impart a little bit of wisdom to us, isn't there? Always. Yeah. We're not know-it-alls. <laughs> well, I mean, no, some of us are. <laughs> anyway, let me introduce you to your team. First up, we have Bruce Flammer, who is the owner of Michael Bruce Image Consulting and style expert extraordinaire. And no, we are not calling you king. And I do know everything. What's up? <laughs> and there is the first myth to debunk. Yes, exactly. Next up, we have Beck, our sensational stylist, travel enthusiast, and thrift culture countess. Hello. That was very sedate, Beck. So, yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's this kind of cloudy, cool day, you know, like I'm actually wearing <laughs> jeans today. So it feels like it's a little bit more mellow. Okay. <laughs> All good. All good. Then next up is Stacy, our resident raconteur and pop culture princess. Hello, hello, hello. With a great power lip today. <laughs> yeah, baby. You can't see it. You're just going to have to take our word for it. And I'm Pamela, image consultant, shoe queen, and music maven. And that rounds out your team. What's up, everyone? Welcome. What's in the news today, Beck? <laughs> well, in the news today is uh, news that Crocs, whether you love them or hate them, they're definitely out there. They're actually suing Hobby Lobby and Walmart and a couple other companies because they're claiming that those companies have been copying the iconic clog, which is how they describe it in the news story. Um, so they're actually going after these companies, which is funny to me because Crocs you know, did a partnership with Balenciaga, which is a really high-end label. And quite frankly, I think came out with some of the ugliest shoes that I've ever seen that cost that $800. Really <laughs> yeah. Like to me, doesn't it, it sort of feels like Crocs and Walmart could have partnered and it would have been a little bit more of a better match. You know, back. Yeah, a better, <laughs> well, I think so. I mean, I don't know. I'm not spending $800 on a pair of Crocs. I mean, come on. Well, that's so I think it's interesting. So much money oh. that you can just spend it on anything. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, a shoe that true. doesn't fit. And that doesn't count, you know, things like Yeezys that are, you know, clear sort of knockoffs of Crocs. These right. are, you know, actual Croc style. But I just found it really interesting that Crocs finally said, yep, nope, we're not doing that anymore. And so anyway, it'd be interesting to see what happens. There you go. Okay. Has anybody worn a pair of Crocs out of this <laughs> team? Oh, Stacy has. Okay. Of course, and how yeah, they? of course he has. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> one Croc on, one Croc off. Well, yeah, that's sort of me because... <laughs> It's a croc. Um, I have, although I didn't wear the iconic clog, I wore a pair of sandals that actually were fabulous and super comfortable. And nobody knew that they were crocs, which was one of the best things about them. Hmm. Um, however, the the iconic one. No, no, no. Oh, heck no. I don't know if Fair it would enough. fit my foot. Anyway, go so. on. Anyway, move it on. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's get down to business. Okay, so today we have a fabulous guest with us. We have Elisa Yip, who is the founder of Skein, a luxury knitwear brand here in um, Seattle, Pacific Northwest. Um, Elisa is joining us today. We actually talked about Elisa's bra- uh, brand a few weeks ago on a show that we were doing about sustainability. So we thought mm-hmm. it'd be great to have her on and really kind of dig into what she's all about, what her brand is about, what inspires her, what motivates her. But just a little bit of background. Um, she's, she has an impressive background, actually. Over 20 years of experience in knitwear design. Um, <clears throat> she studied at the New York Fashion Institute of Technology and Polimoda at in Florence, Italy. She spent her career designing for fashion brands and high-end retailers in New York, across Asia, and finally here in Seattle. Um, she's done an awful lot. So, Elisa, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I know I don't look like I'm 20 years experience. Really <laughs> no, you don't. When I saw actually. that, I was like, there's no way. That's no going to be a typo. <laughs> right? Have you lived in all those places? Like, did you live in Italy for a while? I lived in Italy for about a year. To, that was my study abroad program. And it was some of the best times of my life. It's like when you start becoming an adult and you living on your own there's cute boys in italy and, <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to school <laughs> it was fantastic yes oh, very cool very cool well we're glad to have you on the show and um we're really excited to hear more about your brand um so like i said in, in your bio you know you've worked for other retailers and fashion um fashion brands so what really spurred you to create your own brand and your own line so I've I've seen uh, in the twenty years that I've been in the business I've seen a wave of just so much change in the fashion industry from being analog to the internet to uh, super high end fashion that's like you know the only way you can start your own business that's what I thought at least mm-hmm. and then to fast fashion it was just like a you know lots of different cycles and then um, the latest is 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 how much I care about the planet and how you know, fast fashion was really um, putting a lot of, you know, just waste to landfill and really like destroying the ecosystem. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and I think it's too hard because, you know, I, I've i lived through so much of it. And to see, I see it with my own eyes when I was living in Hong Kong, I was there for 18 months and saw how much, you know, um, how, people, how hard people work. Uh, in the factories and and just to see their hard work put and, and, and just burn and churn a lot of waste and going to the landfill like I was saying it's just it's just such a heartbreak you know and mm-hmm. and there are a lot of pieces a lot of uh, product out there that's made uh, so poorly that people just buy so much of it and wear it less than 10 times and have to um, donate it toss it throw it away and mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of sad and and uh, I mean, and I've known that like, if I ever wanted to create my own brand, it has to be the opposite. It has to be something that you is well-made that you can cherish, you can have for a really long time. And and something like that has to be made well, can can cost a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. So then the, the way I think was that, you know, if you buy, if you, if you purchase something that is made well, it should last you longer. So then your investment piece becomes, you know, you, the more you wear it, you know, your return on investment becomes, uh, you know, so much more, uh, you spend less on it. You do the retail math. You right, know what I mean? right. Yeah, cost when you think aware. cost aware. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's how I see it. So a lot of pieces that I design are 
more timeless, uh, more for like the modern women. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's never trendy. You know, it's never pieces that you just wear, you know, once in a while. It, it's pieces that you want to collect and build your wardrobe from. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, that's very much the ethos that we we work with when working with clients that, you know, those investment pieces are the ones that you should spend more money on and have because they have the classic and they have that longevity and, you know, trend pieces should be bought in um, in real small amounts and it should be one or two pieces every few seasons. It shouldn't be, you know, that shouldn't be the mainstay of your wardrobe. So, I, you know, I, I totally agree with the, you know, the direction that you're taking and why you're taking that. I think that's great. Yeah, it, it just like it, it. I mean, like, classic doesn't have to be boring. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. It's how you style Absolutely it. not. <laughs> and, and, and you know, like, I, even though the collections I put out are more, you know, clean and modern, um, you know, more on the solid color mm-hmm. uh, side, but like, you, it's the way you style it, like you guys know, you guys mm-hmm. are experts is really how you take the classic piece and make it your own. And that's how I dress. And mm-hmm. um, I don't cool. wear basics a lot of time. I wear like a really colorful piece or a puff sleeve or something just to get, give a little bit of, you know, um, identity to myself, to my who I am. I like it. So it seems like a lot of, I think, uh, designers that are really focused on sustainability, it seems like your target demographic is somebody like you. You know, you're basically like, I couldn't find what I wanted. I couldn't find the quality. I couldn't find the comfort and the great cut and look. So I'm going to create it. Would that be true? Absolutely. And that's that's usually designers, you know, when they try to imagine who this customer is, if you're designing for women clothing, you usually imagine yourself wearing it. I mean, you don't want to put out things that you're not proud of and you wouldn't want to wear, right? right Everything right. I put out is something I love and very proud of. And um, yes, I was looking for something with more, um, you know, more sustainability aspect of it. Um, one of the things is um, the fiber, you know, alpaca is one of the most sustainable mm. luxury fiber out there right now Love it. and I'm surprised that not a lot of people know about it because the first thing they ask me is is it scratchy <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know and because people don't catch me right but they mm-hmm. don't know alpaca alpaca has been around for thousands of years in Peru and Bolivia and and our our collections mean in Peru and the animals live there and mm-hmm. they they live they breed there they're um, yeah, and that's your home. So it 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 makes sense. Aren't right? alpacas the cousins of cashmere? Good. I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm like llamas. Cousins of llamas. <laughs> we don't wear llamas. He knows fashion. I love a good cashmere. So you know. Yeah, I don't know zoology. I love alpaca though. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, yes. And with the 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 nature of their fiber is just so. Um, it's just so smart. Like it's, it, it, they, they, they adapt to their environment and the harsh uh, weather that they live in, in the mountains. Right. So when water falls on their, on their, on their, on the hair, it rolls off. Mm-hmm. If you wear an alpaca sweater, you know, in Seattle on a misty day, the water just sheds. Oh, so that's, it's waterproof. That's <laughs> naturally yeah. natural waterproofing. Yeah, yes. And, well, and, water repellent. Yeah. Water repellent. and because of their hollow fiber, it traps heat. 
Uh-huh. So it's really warm. It doesn't take a lot of alpaca mm-hmm. to stay warm. Fascinating. See, we're edu- being educated. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. Okay. See, my, my wisdom. <laughs> See, I know. Yeah. This is imparting yeah. some wisdom to us today. There That's you go. Fantastic. <laughs> what about your your remade line though? That you talk about overproduced fibers. What like where do those come from? So we recently launched remade. Is something uh, it's a program we created. So basically, um, a lot of yarns you hear about dead stock fabric. So there's dead stock yarn. We don't okay. talk about it. And, and, you know, we, we, we make, we, you know, in the industry, we dye colors to make samples, you know, sometimes there's a few cones left on the shelf. And then, you know, a lot of companies like, you know, it's, it's too little to make anything, mm-hmm. you know, so they toss it away right. or maybe they resell it. Who knows? Right. And sometimes, you know, we uh, order too much yarn. We only want these small units. So basically they're dead stock yarn that you can't be used. So my factory and I work together and like, what do you have available now that I can use to remake some of the most popular bodies that we have in our collection? Because if the customer loves, you know, the same style, they might want another color. So we make some of the prettiest colors to uh, use up the yarns and they're very limited pieces because, um, it's whatever yarns left on the shelf. Ooh, so it makes it even that. more special. Right. So well, you might not have another chance to buy it again. So on that note, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break because you gotta leave people wanting more. <laughs> and so you do that with your pieces, and we're gonna do that with the show. You're listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. We will be right back with Elisa of Skein. feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting. We are joined today by guest Elisa of the company Skein, and we have been talking about her line of clothing and sustainability and what motivates her. So welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, so uh, Lisa, as a business owner, uh, I have a question for you. What was your biggest surprise when you decided to launch your own brand? Because uh, you and I have a lot in common. We've both been in the industry a little bit longer than 20-something years. And uh, I actually had ran my own brand for a while. So um, talk to me about that. What was your I, biggest surprise? It was it, the biggest surprise was actually seeing how well it was received. Because when I started it, I would not know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I, mean, I had a good idea, I had a good concept. I really didn't know where it would take me. Uh, the intuition told me that I should do this. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm questioning about the fashion industry, mm-hmm. others might. I did it anyways, and 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 when I launched the first trunk show, mm-hmm. you know, of course, your friends and family are always your cheerleader. Oh yeah. It, it, it was. I, they were like, "What took so long?" <laughs> <laughs> they knew you were supposed to do it before you did, right? right? So that that 
was really overwhelming in a good way. Um, and then I start getting customers that were followers because I used to um, I run a blog mm -hmm. and I have followers that actually bought something. And then came the uh, industry leaders that were congratulating me. Wow. And then the biggest of all was press local press that actually picked up my story um, from King 5 Evening News to a cover of 425 Business Magazine. Mm -hmm. I, I did not expect any of that. So that was a huge surprise for me. And and it just kept keep getting better and better and better. So you yeah. were surprised with all the love that you were getting from the folks yeah, at the Yeah, and it validated, yeah. it validated what I was, the, my idea, my mm -hmm. concept, which, um, you know, when you're, when you're, um, feel like you've, been in the industry for 20 years you still have doubts mm -hmm. you yeah you do yeah they always say if you can't find something make it and so that's yeah. exactly what you did you couldn't find something so you made it and there's actually a need out there so that's really cool really you do are you i know you did a trunk show down in portland last weekend are you doing a lot of those these days or are people looking are looking for your goods are they sold locally in retail stores or is it mostly online so the the initial concept of our brand was direct to consumer with a sustainability sustainable business model, which is a pre-sale model, which we call knit to order. Mm -hmm. So what happens is like we like to take your orders uh, early so that we know exactly how much to make. So we don't make extra. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when you, a lot of industry always like make too much and then it goes to sale and it just goes yeah, to discount. It, and then it just goes in the to warehouse. Sale. And yeah, we're trying to we're trying to avoid that. Um, so it gives us a more calculated uh, production and um, and then the customer place the order and then they wait six to eight weeks uh, or sometimes depending on how long certain items take and mm -hmm. then they'll get their they'll get their uh, item. So that's one of the uh, sustainable ways we are uh, maintaining our business model and that's how we sell. Uh, what's really worked for us was trunk shows because people want to touch and feel fashion mm -hmm. is still a really mm -hmm. tangible product. Yeah. You have to touch, you have to, you have to put it on and make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, because also alpaca wasn't a fiber that people are familiar with. They want to touch that too. Right. So the trunk shows really worked because it also gave me an intimate one-on-one, -on -one, uh, for customers to learn my story. And um, I have the most success in trunk shows for sure. And um, the rest is, you know, we have a little bit of wholesale in certain retailers, um, one in Sun Valley. Uh, we're still working on um, other, trying to reach into other uh, retailers as well. Um, and the other part is direct to consumer, which is online. And, you know, during COVID, I had three trunk shows right before the, sh the, the lockdown. So I made it to the skin of my teeth. <laughs> and, and it worked. And it worked. You know what? And it, I had to retrain customers to really think about how to shop. Mm -hmm. People are so used to Prime Day, two-day delivery, uh, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Six mm -hmm. weeks. So you better think about what you're buying, right? Yeah. Right. And, but it's and, also worth the wait, right? It is. Right. And worth the wait. And then when you receive it, it's like, Oh my God, I appreciate so much more. You have to do an unboxing video. Absolutely. Like those haul yeah. videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our first delivery was in Christmas. I made sure everyone got their box, their 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 sweaters before Christmas because I wanted them to enjoy during the holidays. Yeah, I love that. So whether I hand deliver to you in Seattle, you know who you are. <laughs> or whether I express mailed it to you, you I made sure you got it. That's awesome. That is awesome. So talking about the line itself, I mean, I've, I've seen, you know, some of the things that you've created. And I have to say, I'm a sucker for a good jumpsuit. And I love mm -hmm. the jumpsuit that you have there. Um, the color, it just it feels, 
you can tell it's luxurious without even touching it, just mm-hmm. the way it folds. and It's just gorgeous. But um, what was the inspiration behind the line itself? I know, you know, sustainability plays a big part in that, but, and obviously you were looking for something you couldn't find, but on top of that, what else was the inspiration behind the collection that you currently have? You know what, when, when we were trained as designers, we always have to like look for inspiration, you know, is this picture or is, mm-hmm. you know, you travel. Well, we were in COVID, we were in lockdown. I'm like, you don't know if she just, made, she just made a serious face like oh my god i'm, like, where do I draw? I'm in sweatpants how do i look exactly. cute where do i draw inspiration from lockdown in a house i'm like you know what i'm gonna design you know covert is my inspiration what do i want to wear at home and look cute and chic yeah. in front of a zoom call there you go my child at wherever grocery shopping mm-hmm. you know this, this is something that needs to be comfortable uh chic and versatile Right. Yeah, so COVID. Go. I love it. Code was, was your inspiration. <laughs> but that kind of addresses that question that we had about, you know, how how does your line, you know, um address casual comfort trend? And you just hit the nail on the head. It was you needed yeah. to still feel great about the way you look, right? But right. be comfortable in the environment that you're you find yourself in at that time. Yeah. I like it. I mean, the stuff does look super, super comfortable. Oh, I yeah. am particularly a fan of the like the short sleeve sweater and um, like I'm always overheating as we discuss ad nauseum (laughs) on this show. And so to have a sweater that is also short sleeve and Mm -hmm. looks chic and fabulous and the colors are amazing. So, I mean, that's, that's my favorite piece. What's your favorite piece? That, that, um, the short sleeve you're talking about is our super fine gauge, which is like 16 gauge. That's beautiful. It's like really expensive to make because it takes a lot of time to link all the pieces together and you mm-hmm. have to have really sharp eyes okay so i have make- excellent taste <laughs> <laughs> yes you do Stacey. i can see that your preppy vibe with that top that would be really cool right <laughs> um, yeah it's made a, a palka silk and that we're working on production and that should be dropping soon Ooh. um but my favorite piece is is the one that pam was talking about is the jumpsuit and that really is where the fashion savvy girls women draw um uh, their attention to because it's so different and you don't really see a sweater jumpsuit out there that does so much for you. You know, mm-hmm. you can wear it up standard stand to your neck and it closes up if you're like more conservative. And if you actually want to go to a party, you actually can bring it over, uh, bring it down to mm-hmm. expose your clavicles, which is, I think, the sexiest part of a woman because it doesn't gain weight. <laughs> uh, that, no think, one yeah. gains weight in their clavicle, right? <laughs> actually. Actually. <laughs> I knew Stacy would have to debunk that one. <laughs> I'm like, what happens if you don't have a clavicle? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, so, Lisa, your your line is doing so well. And like most people, we all start, you start a business in your home, you know, in your garage or, you know, your spare room. And I understand that you have something, something new that just uh, is happening with you and tell us oh, about that yes we grew out of our laundry room our <laughs> guest room because we couldn't just store any more inventory and we know we're going to get a lot coming in this fall so to prepare ourselves for that we recently rented out a flexible warehouse space in soto 
So I'm so excited. Very cool. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's huge. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. That's moving great. on up. Moving yeah. on up. <laughs> That's time to grow, baby. Awesome. There you go. Time to grow. I'm like, I love when's it. the sample sale? <laughs> <laughs> like such a New Yorker. <laughs> I am, but I'm just saying. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. Forget about it. I'm from Jersey. <laughs> Forget New York. I'm from fest. Jersey. Of course, it's a love fest. <laughs> um, so, how many? How given the time frame that you launch things in, then how often do you come up with new product? So we design pieces um, that we want to just keep reintroducing mm. and not reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. right? because you don't need to create 10 different crew necks, right? Crew necks a crew neck. If you design one good one, mm-hmm. just keep, because people want to collect essentials. They want yeah. to great them. basics are important. Oh, essential a- to a great wardrobe is great basics. We always say that. Amen. Yes. We don't have, we don't design anything trendy. Uh, we would design little uh, drops capsules. So we have a super fine gauge coming up. And we have the chunky uh, sweaters coming up for the holidays. Ooh, Ooh excellent. Ooh, chunky yeah. sweaters. Well, Although, and that's, Stacey, that's not going to be good for you because you'll be too hot. I will be much too hot. Well, sweater. and I want to say that the the fact that you're basically doing those pieces, that's where style comes in. And that's what we're always talking about, mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. it your own style. And how yeah. each person wears it is going to be unique. Right. For example, you know, the, you know, Stacey likes the sleeveless sweat, fine gauge sweater that you have. She's going to wear it completely different from the way Beck would wear it or the way I would wear it or where, you know, Lisa would wear it. Bruce, not sure how he would wear it, but, you know, but <laughs> might be interested to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's, you know, I, I sometimes loathe to use the word basic because it feels like when you say the word basic, that it's not exciting, mm-hmm. but having those um, pieces that are, so worthy of different style aesthetics that you can build on, I think mm. is just, it, it's key. Yeah. And I just, you know, the word basic just sometimes yeah. makes me cringe. And you need a menswear line, boring. by the way, Lisa. Oh, I know. I, I'm totally. Come on. If you need a fit model, I'm your guy. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> All right. On that note, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> we're out of time here. So, Elisa. How can people find you? Share with share with the world your website, your social media, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, my website is skein.co, S-S-K-E-I-N dot C-O. It's the same for Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. awesome. Check awesome. out the stuff. Meanwhile, if you want to learn more about Michael Bruce Image Consulting, you can go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. You can fill out a personal style assessment, connect with somebody on the team, Check out our social media at Michael Bruce IC. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Elisa. This was, this was amazing. Thanks for coming on the show. I will say it again. You need a mentor line. Um, <laughs> I think she heard you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm your guy for a fit model. Like all I told right. You. All right. And with that note, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. See ya. See you again. Bye-bye.